0: Welcome to the Women Influencers in Business and CRD Podcast. I am Veronica Malola, CCIM, founder and CEO of Capstack Commercial, a commercial real estate company serving the Greater Orlando area. Today's guest is Vicky Stetcher, founder of Home Vestures, a furniture design company specializing in Rattan heirloom peacock chairs from Indonesia. Vicki talks about family, creativity, and her intentional choice to be a mother of eight, a truly inspiring story. Please don't forget to hit that thumbs up button and subscribe below. I welcome your comments and please share with someone who can benefit from this podcast.
1: Good morning Vicki, how are you? Good morning Veronica, I'm great and looking forward to this conversation. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for
0: gracing our podcast. I think it's just amazing considering the fact that you're such a successful businesswoman and has been in your industry for quite a bit of time. So that being said, I wanted to get started and ask you about your story. How did you grow up in your environment and how did you get to where you are today?
1: Please share with us. Okay, great. This is really interesting for me to talk about. And I like knowing I can start here. I was born in Hawaii. My mother was a professional hula dancer and my father was a starving Hawaiian artist, mid-century artist. And they fell in love during the time of Don the Beachcomber in Waikiki. So it was, I don't know if you're familiar with Don the Beachcomber, but it was just where, where everybody wanted to be when they didn't have to be doing something. So it was the hangout, it was the luau on the beach, it was the huts. it was the drinking, the partying, and that was the scene. And so Don the Beachcomber became like a really big thing and it's coming back actually. So at three years old, my parents decided to take my sister and I to Las Vegas and relocate. It was not long after we moved there, probably two years that my parents separated and my father left, my heart was broken. Later on in life, life, I found out that he actually was imprisoned for embezzlement, which then broke my heart even further. I found myself wanting to understand my father because he had such a profound impact on my life he he had a clothing store a men's clothing store and i as i said he was an artist but he was also like the one in our home that made it beautiful so he would paint the rooms and he would hang things on the walls and i would be the one that would like be sitting on the paint machine, turning the switch on and off. He would build playhouses for my sister and I and patios. And so in the short time that we were together as a family, he had impressed all of these things on me. It wasn't really my mom, it was my dad. And then he left and then Later on, after he got out of prison and he started, I don't know, getting his life together a little bit, he got really unhealthy and he died. And my sister and I, we ended up going to California after receiving the call that he had died. And when we got to the place where he had been cremated, they handed me like a Walmart bag with his denim jeans, and his shoes. And then they gave me a, a plastic box with his ashes. Wow. And so it's just, you know, it's so interesting. He drove himself to the hospital and he died alone. And I I have to say that that's probably one, you know, that whole scenario in my whole childhood is what led me to what I'm doing in my life and on my path. And it's very tempting to to make family values important. But after going through this as a child, I had decided that I wanted a home and I wanted it to be a certain way. I wanted there to be food and I went all in. I met my husband and we did not even french kiss before we got married so and this is a girl that grew up in las vegas okay so yes i french kissed before i got married but when i met my husband it was no french kissing and it was no sex and we dated for three months we got married three months later we sat down set some goals and it was like what do you want to do well Let's have a family. Okay. How many kids do you want to have? Well, how about if we have eight kids? And this is, was me talking. How about if we have eight kids and we'll adopt one? And it's like, okay. And then he started going to university and I got pregnant. Wow. That's and cool. after th- how how young and was he? And you we were both in our we were both in our early twenties and we set the goal every single year to have a baby. It was crazy. And so, did you was, have? Do you have? I had seven children. So oh, I incredible. had four girls and three boys, and wow. the adopted one ended up being Indonesia, where I ended up going to build my business, which is home vestures.
0: Wow, what an amazing story! How all of your past actually led you to certain decisions that led you to indonesia which then gave you the opportunity to build your business which you now have that's very successful tell us a little bit
1: more about your business yeah it's just so interesting because i look i look at kind of that the life that i had before my business and it was you know, me as a homemaker and wanting to create this space that was beautiful and that didn't look like it was being overrun by in, by my kids, you know, and then people that would come over that were really heavy and they'd sit in my furniture and I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're going to break my chair. <laughs> And so what led me to my business was was I, I I knew I loved making homes beautiful and but I just really wasn't figuring it out. So one day I snapped a picture of a bunch of like Goodwill rattan chairs at my daughter's place and it went viral. Mm. And it really upset me because I thought, damn, I have been styling up a storm here at my house i've been photographing this i've been doing all these things and i'm so far off the mark what is it so then i i went on this big research journey in the u.s and i had already been researching the industry i i couldn't buy anything at the trade shows or anything like that because i was still raising my family Mm
0: -hmm. this is the furniture industry
1: yeah Yeah. And so then what ended up happening was I was just doing research over decades about just the industry and furniture and what's making things tick and what, what's, you know, what are people buying? And I always felt like I, I was on the leading edge and I was looking at what was coming next, 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 but I could never partake in it because I was so locked in with my family so so then once they got older I went on this journey to Indonesia but it was the things in my family that helped prepare me to be a leader to be a teacher you know to guide to teach to implement systems it was me managing my own family that set me up I mean I I did all kinds of things like um Shakespeare theatrical productions, where I directed them, and those all those things helped me for when I went there to put my hand on the dial of peacock chair making, which is what Home Vestures put its focus on, and I was able to turn the dial on quality. Wow, that's
0: that's really amazing. I wanted to ask you about a challenge that comes to mind that you overcame that could be of some inspiration to our listeners out there. This one particular challenge come to mind and tell us about how you overcame
1: that. Well, I wish I could say that, I wish I could look back and say that there was one challenge that I overcame, but because right now I'm in a very extreme challenge. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say I overcame this challenge, but I yeah. haven't. And the challenge and and OK, so here's the challenge. The challenge is this, that when you choose to be a mom, you have to go all in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't go all in. It goes against kind of like the law of the pack. And. And. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, even before I became, before I got married and before I became a mom. And uh, that was something that I struggled with the whole time I was having my family, because I always wanted that. And so what I'm saying is that the challenge is I wanted both worlds. Mm. I wanted to be the one that made the money and bring it all in and, you know, do something epic. And so, so I guess in some ways, the challenge is overcoming the stigma that you have to just do one thing Mm. and that you can be a mom. And with the proper guidance, you can do something really epic.
0: Yeah. So if if I may interrupt you for a second, I think that what I'm hearing you say is that although you recognize that the biggest challenge you have is balancing being a mom and an entrepreneur, I think you've quite successfully done that. And somehow, rather, I believe that the answer to how you overcame that would be your thoughtfulness and your mindfulness, and you always reflecting on the fact that it has become a challenge. But I think you've You've done such a wonderful job because look at you, you're you're a successful entrepreneur and I'm sure you're a very successful mom. So kudos to you. I really appreciated you sharing that. So let me ask you, if there was one moment that comes to mind that you're most proud of that has made an impact on others, whether it be your children or your business or anything else out in the community, what would that be?
1: It was the decision to have a family. Mm -hmm. and I mean I was just nominated for Lux Life you know and I I have a really cool meeting with Design Miami for their next event Mm -hmm. you know and I've 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 straight 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 into my career it led me to really really great opportunities and I I just I, I have to say it's my family. It prepared me in ways that I know that the world doesn't acknowledge, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, I've taught people to read. Mm. I've taught people to drive, you know, wow. these are, they, these are just common tasks that are hard to do as a parent, but in some way they readied me for my career in a way that was where I didn't have to really deal with all the fluff. Mm. I could get straight to the point on everything I wanted. Did, Did
0: you homeschool your children? I did. Oh, how wonderful, congratulations. My daughter, at least one of my daughters is homeschooling and we really see the impact on homeschooling, it's hard. So I congratulate you and how wonderful it is to hear someone like you, who's a successful entrepreneur and obviously a successful mom, to say that your biggest influence is on your children—I love that. I love that, Vicki. So, if there was one piece of advice you could give to our audience, what would that be?
1: If you're young and you want to to like, you're wondering what to do, and you're thinking, "Will I do that?" I would have to say, definitely have a family. Mm. definitely have a family i mean you can have a career too freaking definitely have a family get married and who cares if it works out Mm. who cares what the percentages are you know have offspring Mm. have a child you know see what it's like you will not do you'll i just don't think you'll be satisfied if you don't but a lot of people might hear that go i disagree Mm. But as much as as the pain in the ass, the whole proposition is, (laughs) it just all seems worth it.
0: Oh, I love that, Vicky. So very raw and honest. And I love that you're saying things that actually you don't hear so much anymore. Thank you for saying that, I think that's great advice. Well, we've come to the part of the interview where I get to hand over the mic to you, Vicki, and you get to ask me a question. So please go ahead and ask me.
1: Okay, so this is unrelated to what we've been talking to, but how about what are some exciting opportunities do you see coming as an offering and on the horizon for startups, businesses in the real estate world. What is the what can the real estate world offer to new startups that don't want to go all in, that but yet they know they need a place? Sure, sure.
0: And thank you for the question. I, I really appreciate that. You know, since COVID, I think a lot of startups were born. In their kitchens, in their living rooms, and their bedrooms. A lot of ideas, creative people actually, out of necessity, built a business. And I think that at some point, when you become successful as a startup in your garage or your kitchen or your living room or your bedroom, there comes a point where you're going to need to establish presence in a particular market area. And that's where. For instance, myself or any other commercial real estate practitioner could be a valuable partner in making sure that you establish a footing in that particular target area. So you and I both know that building a business and, of course, getting into commercial real real estate space, which now requires overhead is a very complex stage of someone's business. And so you will need, for instance, a consultant or someone who you trust that will be able to guide you through that process. Because there are many things out there that would be complex for a startup or a business owner to actually try to manipulate or to overcome because they do not have that experience behind them. So that would be the answer to my question, to your question. I think that there's going to be a lot of startups that will be successful just because of the pure grit and their determination and commitment to building a successful business and career. And at some point they will be going out there and seeking commercial real estate space. So please, my advice would be that for any startup who's listening, hire yourself someone you can trust who is a professional in the commercial real estate field. So thank you, Vicky. Thank you for that question. I wanted to just say that this was a very different episode for me because you are raw and honest and you kind of broke it down uh, so plain and simply. And you're such a, I feel, just from the little time that we've spent together, a very internally fulfilled person. Or at least you're you are wanting um, that to be a focus, especially after speaking about family and wanting to have seven, eight kids. I think that's Fantastic. So I want to thank you, Vicki, for the time you spent here with me.
1: And do you have some parting words for our audience? I just wanted to add that I had also worked with inmates in mm. the Delaware prison for the course of over 20 years on furniture projects. Wow. And, and so a lot of, you know, a lot of my, ref- and that came from my father. And so, you know, I have reflected a lot on creativity and home and all these values that I still that are so important to me today simple values that's awesome
0: well I want to thank you Vicky again and I wish you all the very best with your business and I look forward to getting this episode out there because let me tell you this was inspirational for me Oh, okay. good. Thank you, Vicky.